We play and call it work. War gamers to the shrine of chaos. Today we have a couple special guests. We have Blake and Robo Ed from Life After the Cover Save podcast. Now I met these guys a few years ago at LVO. I remember meeting them and talking with them and uh, regaling our, our love for chaos. At least that's how I remember the memory. And I've talked to them since. And I've uh, been a guest on their podcast. So uh, check out the links below if you want to listen to a good time of a podcast. I'll explain it that way. Because they know no bounds when it comes to the fun factor that ensues in their podcast. Uh, now, that being said, let's uh, change gears super quick because some of you might be jumping on because you see that we're going to be giving away some stuff. And that is Ooh. absolutely correct. We will be giving away. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to grab it because it's right here. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. we got this covered. We got this yeah. covered. Dude. One oh, of these okay, right here. This is the new bunker. Um, I have one painted up. This is still in the box. You will get this if you are the winner. I'm talking to you specifically. Um, wow. There's also another one here. Uh, this one is a sponsored giveaway from Mortian. If you guys have seen this, if you haven't seen Mortian, check out their website. They sell miniatures, and this is the one of the super big ones that they sell. This is a crawler, it's a super heavy crawler. So basically, you can uh, bring it as a Forge World, whatever you want. And then uh, Blake and Ed also have a giveaway. I don't want to steal your thunder, uh, 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 Chaos Dave. But, you know, you have all these awesome models, all yeah. this plastic, a Forge World proxy. But, Ed, why don't you show everybody what we got? <laughs> it's a bottle opener. <laughs> so, you actually have the best giveaway. And the reason why is because yours is universally usable by everyone. Whereas yeah. mine is not. So, I'll yeah. say it yeah. that way. So okay, Try opening a pop bottle with a hammer fall bunker, you're going to destroy the bunker. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. That that pretty much is how it's going to work. Uh, and so imagine how difficult that is just to carry around. You can you can't put a a, a Mordian super crawler in your wallet and just whip it out to open up you know open up a soda cap. <laughs> but you can with a you can with a life ever cover safe comedy gaming podcast. Bottle opener. It's right in your wallet. So jumping right in here for a second now, uh, Life After the Cover Save podcast. You guys have been doing that for a number of years. How many years have you guys been doing it? Uh, over 10. Over 10. And what, what, I'm gonna say. what made you decide to start doing a podcast? Oh, uh, actually, it was our third co-host that's not here with us anymore. Rest in peace. Rest, uh, in, peace. Yeah. rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, he he was getting into podcasts, and he thought that you know uh, we could do it. Well, yeah, I, I, we we were listening to uh, Dice Like Thunder, mm -hmm. yeah, was a big one, and Forty K Radio. Yep, yeah. And before Forty K Radio broke up for that one time, for that you know, ten years ago they broke up. Yeah, uh, we, Josh we, was like, we, we got are funnier than these guys. We can do this better. That's right. That's what he said. Ed, yeah, right? yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, mm -hmm. and he was right. Yeah, <laughs> he was right. Because yeah. We're still here. <laughs> strike while the iron's hot. I think that's the yeah. word you used, Ed. Right? Y yeah. Strike while the iron's hot. So you guys are hobbyists. You you play the game. What armies do you guys play? Oh God, 
you know what? Uh, there's a lot of armies that we play, and we're just talking about 40k, correct? We're yeah. not talking about fantasy. I mean, you could. I mean, or AOS. Yeah, I mean, that's all. It's all encompassed by the same. You know, do you, do you need to get out your uh, your spreadsheet, Ed? Yeah, I probably have to get out my spreadsheet. I got probably five corn armies. That's what I got. Five corn armies. Really? Because that's what you guys want to hear. So I'm just say <laughs> five corn armies. Because you don't want to hear that I've got Tau. You don't want, especially Tau. No, you no, don't. No. You don't want to hear that I've got Eldar. You don't want to hear that I got Imperial Guard. But I also got Space Marines. What kind of Space Marines? Uh, well, I got some Blood Angels and a lot of unpainted Space Marines. So. Okay, all right. Yeah. If you're going to go with Space Marines, I mean, that's the that's the corn best thing. I mean, that's the next... I mean, yeah, I, I'm glad that you collect Blood Angels. <laughs> it's, so, it's just so close. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's very close. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, what about, I got what Necrons. I got Necrons, too. Necrons, that's okay. That's only because of, of the starter set, really. So you're excited about the, the new Necrons, then? You must be. I must be. There, I must be. Excited. There's no other choice. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's excited about Necrons. Yeah. Is that... Go ahead, Blake. Uh, in terms of 40k, you know, I don't have the uh, the same degenerate addiction to collecting uh, armies that uh, my compatriot Roloed does, but I do have just a degenerate addiction in a different way, and that's skirmish game rule books. Um, but in terms of 40k. <laughs> I, I have Blood Angels, and uh, which for a long time you'd like this, Dave. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make them Knights of Blood successor chapters. Okay. Or who were excommunicated because they might have killed too many planets Ooh. by accident. See, that, see I blood. like this. Yes, I like it. So they're like half. Some people consider them just a, war, a chaos warband. They've been excommunicated. But when they were going to defend Baal, from the Tyranids, mm-hmm. the Knights of Blood showed up, oh. but they stayed far away because they didn't they didn't want to risk the Inquisition. You know, the Lamenters didn't show up, so yeah, <laughs> they weren't there. No, they were too busy being y- yellow. Uh, and then uh, I got some uh, Tyranids. Tyranids is my uh, my next my next project, I suppose. But none of it's really painted. I'll be honest with you. So, okay, question for you guys. Uh, how how big is your painted collection versus your pile of shame? Ooh. <sighs> if I'm going to be honest, I'm going to say probably like 85% to 15% painted. So, I got a lot of stuff. I so got a lot of stuff. 85% painted, painted or 85% no. un- unpainted? Oh, no, no, no. Other no, way around. No. 85%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, You know what? I'd say my I would say my percentages are higher mm-hmm. than that yeah. because I don't have as much stuff. Okay. And also, you cherry picked everything that was painted for your army. So, because we were we had collaboratively made an army, we painted an army of Blood Angel stuff. So yeah. and so he pulled all the stuff that he wanted to keep, and yeah. it was mostly painted. So his would be maybe fifty fifty or yeah, maybe yeah. maybe thirty, yeah, thirty five forty. But like, I mean, the real issue was is it's all firstborn. I only have for really have firstborn stuff. What, what does and that mean? My, what what do you, uh, let's specify? What's, so, oh, I see. Okay, mini marines. No primaries. You don't have any primaries. Not really. No. Um, Wait, not really. So, is there some then? 
Like, okay, so me and Ed, we share many things. Yeah. Including <laughs> models and purchases at a certain point. Yeah. So there's a large sections of our collections that we both kind of mutually own. Yeah. Shared okay. space, you know, shared possessions. Yeah. Like a hippie, like a hippie couple. Uh-huh. Um, so like, yes, <laughs> I have, I have, <laughs> I have access to Primaris Marines. Yes. Yeah. But so does Ed. But yeah. Ed kind of the keeper of the hearth in that way though. So it's because I buy a lot of stuff. So from what I understand, you both have Primaris, but you you don't play it, but it's both yours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you heard right. You yeah. heard right. Okay. Uh yeah, and I wasn't I'm just not ready to to make that plunge into the Cro- Primaris side. Cross that river, right. so to the, speak. The Rubicon, the Rubicon uh, Primaris, as uh-huh. it's known. Okay. And I have all this chaos, this Tyranid stuff, so I'm like, you know what? Let me just do some Tyranids. I like close combat. Boom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I certainly understand that from a corn standpoint. Uh, close combat's awesome. And so, all right, here's here's the next question then for you guys. What what do you think would be the best next? Actually, to be specific, what do you think the new Xenos Codex is going to be? Hmm. Wait, like a current one, or if they're going to build a new one? The one that was uh, hinted at. Oh, oh, dude, I've heard this rumor that it's like time travelers, and and I and it sounds really silly, like they could take back turns or something, take back movement, they uh-huh. could do stuff out of phase, but it's like a fungus. That's... I'll just say that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, that is a legal answer. It's, it's um, a legal answer. Okay, so what do we have? We have we have we have Necrons. Technically, mm. that's Thanos. Mm. We have uh, we got books. We got t- everything else. Tau, yeah. Eldar, um, Orcs. A new race, though. Are you talking about a new race, I, or just what's the next codex? I guess what what do you think? Do you think it is a new race, or do you think it's a re- redo of one of the old? I mean, knowing Papa GW's predilections and, and tastes, yeah, aka money, uh, <laughs> it could be it could be a new it could be a new race, or okay, you say a fungus race though. The orcs are fungus. That's uh-huh. true. Yeah, yeah, but this is a different kind of fungus. You know what I mean? No. They don't look like orcs. <laughs> They're not fungus. Here's what I'm thinking now. Now that now that you got my wheels spinning here, you I know how you know how. Age of Sigmar took old armies and then they took specific units from armies and made a whole new army out of it in Age of Sigmar. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they took they took the tree, the dryads, and now everything's a tree thing. They took like the troll slayers and they made a whole army out of troll slayers. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking maybe they'll do like a take like a, the Vespid from the Tau and make a whole new army of Vespid. Like uh... an Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Take one of those gene stealer cults from Tyranids, or, or like an ogre army, instead of being just a, a one unit from from uh, the IG. You know, I, I, have... I would love an ogre army. That would be <laughs> <Yeah>. so cool. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know, if if, if the smart money says it's going to be a new race, I don't know. I haven't heard these rumors. I live under a rock, but it wouldn't surprise me. But if it was a new codex, like what's the next existing line that's coming up? 
uh, maybe Eldar. Yeah. Because because I know there's a lot of like uh, Blackstone involved mm-hmm. in with the Necrons, right? Isn't there a lot of Blackstone with the Necrons? So I'm sure that might have something to do with the psychic stuff happening, and maybe in the storyline, this is where the Eldar will pop in because it makes sense because they're dealing with with Blackstone of the you know or whatever. Maybe Eldar, yeah. I think that makes sense because it's very rare, and they are they've been around a long time, and if anyone has run into it, it would probably be the Eldar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're talking like a new race. Wow. New race. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm not, not going to buy it. <laughs> I don't have the money. All right. So uh, you, you mentioned a bunch of armies. Uh, I, I heard you say uh, five corn armies. Is, yeah. is there any other uh, chaos army that is played between the two of you? We don't own any chaos. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. For 40K, we do not uh, dabble in the dark gods however in age of sigmar mm. uh-huh. i am a chaos guy okay. chaos mortals okay i mean technically i have slaves of darkness mm-hmm. and some uh, bloodbound yep um so you could i mean you could play chaos demons in 40k if you really wanted to yeah if i wanted to get on that horse i yeah. could go both ways with the demons yeah i think that's the next purchase i'll do like just for demons. you oh, thank for you, you. <laughs> yeah yeah. It's what? not a problem. I can stop at any time. <laughs> which uh, which one would it be? If you were to collect a Chaos Space Marine Legion, which one do you uh, think it would be? Oh, no, no. I, w- I probably wouldn't do the Legion. I'd probably do Demons because then you can play both games. Oh, okay. that's, always, that's always the selling point. Yeah, that's a really strong move. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. But if I had to pick, I know this is not going to sound right, but oh. I'd probably pick like the... Uh, the Nurgle guys. Oh. Because I, I, I've always been a fan of Nurgle. Mm-hmm. And I think they have a really nice uh, uh, line of models. Yeah. I think yeah. I think Blake is able to see himself yeah. as a Nurgle. As Nurgle. You know, yeah, I would probably... His representation on the battlefield. Yeah. I yeah. could probably easily get a, a Big Nasty B uh, commission done. Yeah. By some all star out there, Sam Linz, maybe. Uh, and he could like make me. Yeah. And that would be the general. It's Big Nasty B coming in, you know. Hmm. Guts hanging out. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, I, I do have a soft spot for Nurgle, but I do I do like Corn. I think Corn and Nurgle are my two my two favorite of the Chaos uh, gods. Yeah. Wow. No, that's I mean, Death Guard is a nicely fleshed out army for Chaos for sure. Their mm-hmm. new, with their models that are unique to them, mm-hmm. they have their own codex. You got heck, they're a psychic awakening. Like they're, it's a nice army to collect for sure. Yeah, yeah. And they got a Primarch too. And they have a Primarch, yeah, yeah. a living Primarch. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. sweet. And and they just they're hard to kill. There's there's that too. They're tough. They are tough. He was tough. They, yeah. they are tough. Uh, what what about? So it would, would it be the same for you, Ed? Uh, no, I probably wouldn't go Nurgle. I think, at, okay, so I read, what was that book called? It was one of the Horace Heresy books where uh, it's Magnus is trying to warn the Emperor about Horace's turning, and he wrecks the webway, you know, or not the webway, the 
Maybe it was a webway. He, he wrecks. He wrecks the protections that the emperor's been been setting up, mm. the psychic protections. And then, and then he, they send uh, Fulgrim. I forget his name now. <laughs> for leaving Rust to go take him in, and then he has to he has to sell his soul to become a demon, basically, because he can't psychically fight them all off. It's a sad story. Is Magnus what story. The Magnus story is kind of sad because he was just he shouldn't have been doing what he was doing, but he found out like, oh, my brother's turning. I gotta go. I gotta go tell dad, and then he gets in trouble. And uh, I feel like I've always I would I would join his army, which is what? What are they? <laughs> because Magnus's guys. He's a thousand, thousand sons. sons? Yeah. yeah, because <laughs> they got all the psychic powers. They, and they're a good look. Yeah, and he's also a Primarch that's in the game. So I've always felt for Magnus. Yes, uh, he did do nothing wrong after all. Yeah. I think, you know, I think it's a very interesting thing that I, I never really never really thought about because I don't really read the Horus Heresy books. But and it makes perfect sense. And I say it out loud and people are gonna laugh at me, but yeah, people will read the books and begin to identify yep. with a character. And that will that will inspire them to to go more like oh I think this army is cool and I like this book about this army it's cool it's like no it's deeper yeah. it's like I really really loved this character you're, I think I like that right. more yeah you know, you know? I, I totally agree with that uh, and I would certainly recommend listening to Black Library Horse Heresy uh, I started listening to uh, some audio books because I'm for me to read man like couple pages and i fall asleep i just it's hard for me to read read but for me to listen to an audiobook is totally different because i can do other stuff and listen and so i started with black legion uh not horus heresy uh but it was recommended by uh a bunch of guys on a podcast i forget which one but i'm like okay i'll give it a listen it was fantastic it drew me right into the characters and uh it ironically i listened because there's two black legion books I listened yeah. to the second one first, not knowing it was the second one. And then I saw the other one. I'm like, oh, cool. There's another one. But it was the first one to it. So, uh, And then I went into the Horus Heresy. And then that's where I was. it was recommended to me that I should listen to Betrayer. Yeah. Uh, and it, that's just, that just blew me away. That so, was Karn. Right? That's, that's, yeah, that's Karn and uh, Angron and just so amazing. Uh, yeah. I did, I did read the Aaron Dimsky Bowden books on the um the soul reavers or whatever i don't know it was like the main character was like a guy who didn't want to necessarily he didn't necessarily like the chaos influence that was happening in his war band but he'd been excommunicated and and other people in his group had started to develop and fall in different ways and like as he's dropping down with a drop pod one of his battle brothers who is at this point, in, enthralled with corn, like he's fallen to corn, like the way he was describing how his battle brother was like degrading into to this madness of like bloodlust and all that kind of stuff was really was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I knew that that series, like a trilogy or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't sound familiar, but yeah, it sounds it sounds fun. Uh, there was also the first Heretic. Have you guys heard of that mm-hmm. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was also awesome. Uh, I think that was that was a good one to start listening to. I listened to that one before Betrayer, and that that made me appreciate the word bearers a lot more. 
just seeing mm-hmm. kind of like their point of view and you know, yeah i mean they're the first it, ones right two two points two points to make uh I, I i respect somebody who listens to the story and gets excited about uh, starting a new army instead of somebody who's like well what army is going to win me tournaments i want to build that army i respect that more um second uh audiobooks are great because yeah. like I don't know how to read, so like, just being able to read, <laughs> listen to the books, it's fine. Yeah, so, maybe, I maybe can, I should. Maybe I should listen to the. Maybe I should listen to some of the stuff. Yeah. Rather than try to read it. Yeah, uh, sir, and, and it's funny because like, it, after you know it, it's like, oh man, the book's over. Ah. Yeah. I want more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you can multitask. Yeah. Uh, and do other things. I agree to to a uh, to a degree though because I find that sometimes depending on what I'm doing, uh, if I am if I'm doing something I'm really involved in something, then I I find that I just there's a bunch of stuff yeah. that I've missed. Sure, sure, sure. Because I'm following the story and I'm kind of creating it in my brain as they're as they're saying well, it. I mean, I wouldn't put together like an IKEA furniture while you're doing it, <laughs> or try to rebuild your engine of your car. But like, if you're painting a model, that's the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah, perfect. Painting, yeah, driving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're not, driving to a place you know, not yeah. if you're like trying to follow directions. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Going to work, coming back from work. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I've listened to my audiobooks. So Yeah. yeah good, good good idea. I should I should consider it. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. Uh I mean, if you're into chaos, even if you're not in the chaos, just the way, especially Aaron Dembski Bowden, the way he writes makes you he does a very good job of making you empathize with the characters whether you think they're good or bad there's no such thing as a good or bad i find what he writes is like every, there's they're very his characters are very uh, multi-dimensional you know you yeah. can see their well, points of view he's one of their best writers i think hands down i agree yeah i mean friend of the show justin hill we have a soft spot for as well yeah uh and then uh yeah yeah aaron has always been a very impressed with his writing so they're not all they're not all created equal, but they're all very talented. Absolutely. And it's actually insane how many black library books there are. Like it, it's insane. Like there's just so many. And, yeah. and where do you start, right? I, I would recommend starting with the armies that you're interested in because it just makes you love them even more. Is the, I hear they're releasing an orc book from the point of view of orcs. Are they? Yeah. Loopy. You know Loopy from um Masters of the Forge. I guess he's having the guy on or something. Oh, interesting. I'll, I'll look in the Discord real quick to get the title. So I'll keep moving. I wonder if they think in complete sentences. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? I wonder yeah. if it's going to be all like the way they talk and that's like the yeah. entire book. Yeah. <laughs> Me angry. Me angry. Real angry. <laughs> oh, humans. It's Smash called them. Brutal Cunning. An oh, epic wow. Wah novel. By Mike Brooks. <laughs> okay. And it's um yeah, I guess I guess that he was having him on and I'm like, what's that? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to listen to this audiobook or it, read the book. You know what? I think yeah, I, I'm curious about this too. Just just to hear it from the point of view of an orc. And see, that's unique. That's interesting. Read yeah. it because they have a little thing here on what it is. Read it because it gets into the heads of a band of orcs in the first ever novel from their point of view. Wow. Cool. Yeah. So, 
then it's their um their the green tide descends upon an adeptus mechanicus forge world and they're getting ready to loot nice that's coming right off the heels of the crusade campaign that i'm finishing up where i started orcs i played orcs for the entirety of the campaign and it's it's been so much fun man and you guys play orcs yep yeah i i love the orcs i just love them i'm I'm very tempted to start collecting orcs to actually like include it as one of the roster what one of the armies in the roster you should yeah how did you could paint him red you could paint him red have red skin orc like the Red Hulk. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's... Well, here's the deal. The, the taint of chaos spreads its tendrils every which way in in shadow and in, in, in public, you know, like why wouldn't why wouldn't orcs fall to chaos? It, that, that's a very good question. Why wouldn't they? But, but but then again, like aren't they all like inherently that's the thing, orcs are a weird thing because they're a fungus. They re- reproduce asexually, and I think they're all psychic. They're all like at least a little bit psychic. So when the weird boy, if I'm right, Ed, yes, when the yeah. weird boy is going off, yeah, that's because he's drawing in all the psychic energy, yep, around from, him, from around him, yeah. Uh, for, for every ten, it add one to his psychic roll that are within yeah. like ten inches of him or something like that. But to me, like they like violence and crumping and like, you know, why why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they fall? To, to chaos here or there, but you know, here's at least a, corn, especially corn, especially corn. And you know, on yeah. that, I was just gonna say, can you imagine an orc army that was basically a corn army, and yeah. orc boys with their close combat weapons, and they are they are corn, like you use yeah. them as berserkers. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, our uh, you know, Loopy, Loopy, he does a uh, what do you call the them? Dorks. The dorks, yeah. Dorks. The dorks. Demons, I think, right. It's a demon army, but it's made from orcs. Oh, so cool! So, how how does that work? What 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 models are replacing what there? That's a good question. We don't no, know. He had, <laughs> he, I think it does. He did a custom, like he did more of a custom, like juggernaut type thing. I think he did use some demon models. Like I remember his greater demons might have been, yeah, greater demons. But like uh, we saw this years ago when we were in England. But he just painted their skin red. I remember that much. Yeah. Do you guys remember what the Goth culture clan does? The Goth culture or the Goth counterculture clan? I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know enough about orcs to know what you just asked me. Uh, okay, well, no, the counterculture. <laughs> well, Goths are wealthy, right? They tend to be more wealthy, right? Someone they're just left a comment. They said that if they're going to be a group of orcs that turn to corn, Goths would be the ones that would make the most sense. And so, what's the reason why for that? Do you guys agree? First off. Oh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I play orcs, and I don't even know what that means. They well, they they seem like they are, they're the biggest. They're the biggest war band. Are they the biggest? Do they like yeah. they rebel? I think maybe it's like in close combat they yeah. get a bonus. Maybe that's it. Maybe I don't know what the actual special rule is because I haven't played uh, since seventh edition. But but uh, Gaskal is a goth. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I think the goths are basically the ultramarines. Yeah. They're the most numerous, I see. Okay, so I'm looking at comments here. Yeah. They specialize in boys. Okay, so they yep. have a ton of boys. Uh, okay, what more than that? There's, they're numerous and they have a lot of boys. What, what's the yeah. rule that makes them special? Well, no, we're just saying you, he, what he would do is he, he would just uh, 
loopy anyways. He was running a demon army by Codex. Right. But he was just proxying all everything to, to orc models. But um, um I mean Okay, here it is. Someone said that uh, the rule is they get exploding sixes in close combat, so that makes sense. Okay. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. I was about to say the F word. I like that. I love exploding dice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you don't have oh, to yeah. paint them cleanly. Uh, says happy little guy. What does that mean? You don't have to paint them cleanly. It just means you you don't have to paint them like you could keep them all dirty and stuff. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Dirty orc. Dirty. Dirty sloppy. Could be messy. Like, a lot of washes, you know. You know what? Painting orcs is really easy, Dave. Painting you, you, orcs is secretly easy. It's secretly easy because if you, well, it depends on what color scheme you're going for. But if you have like the yellow armor with the green skin, you just paint them all yellow and then you just wash the skin green. Mm. And then the armor stays yellow. Cool. But that that wouldn't be a goth. I think the goths are more black and black, black and checkered. Yeah. Would you Red. wash it green or would you wash it blue, and then it becomes green because no. of the blue no. and yellow? No, 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 no. Blue Has... would be, it would probably be really dark. It might actually mm. be blue, but the green wash that GW has over yellow makes it a really bright, nice green. I love that yellow on the orcs. It makes it pop so much. Yeah. Yeah, like Steve. Steve has the orc army that's painted up yellow, which is Bad yeah. Moons, I believe. That's the color yeah. scheme. Yeah, it's my favorite color scheme. Even though, like, to have a red army kind of makes sense orc wise. Yeah, yeah. But it just looks off. It looks the best. Yeah. Well, bottom line is you have a lot of, you have some avenues, avenues, avenues. Yeah. You have some mm -hmm. avenues that you can pursue if you want to get creative and and try to mix in the corn influence with the orc influence. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and you can also, if you want to start small, Dave, you could bring in a by a unit of orc boys, paint them up, and just have them be berserkers in your army until that orc army expands into a full army uh, of its own. I see what you did there. Okay. And yeah. I know the mini wargaming, the 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 brand and the studio and the people. You guys are all about having a good time. And, you know, I don't think if you showed up at your studio or even if you showed up to play with a, a guest or no one's going to be like, no, get those orc boys off the table. This is a chaos army. And like, you know, I don't yeah. think you're going to have any problems with that. And if you did, do you really want to play that person to begin with? No, you don't. I did yeah. that. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. They would not be welcome in the Shrine of Chaos. No. <laughs> so, okay. So changing gears for a second here. Uh, so out of... This is a question I like to ask people because it kind of it's a good gauge on kind of where you're at in terms of the hobby because there's many facets to the hobby. So what would you say is uh, out of playing, painting, and lore, which ones would you say you, you do the most of? Uh, is collecting one of the things. <laughs> to me, that's part of painting because it's like okay. that's the hobby aspect, right? So in my yeah. mind, I clump it into the same, although I guess that is different than painting. That's like, uh, yeah, because I can buy and never paint, Dave. I can buy and <laughs> never paint a model, but I can have all of them. Um, let's see. I would say it would be the hobby aspect for me mm -hmm. because uh, I do a lot of building. I do a lot of painting. Just a lot of the stuff I paint is not for me. I paint for other people. Sometimes. Oh, do you? 
Yes. Ed is a talented painter. And so I just, it, it'd have to be the hobby side because we don't get a chance. And especially in the, uh, the world as it is right now, it's hard to get games in with people. Okay. Yeah, I mean, world. that's fair too. Yeah. So here's, here's the thing though. Ed will still beat me. If we play a game, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the game. Ed's going to beat me at the game. I most, mean, the game. most of the time. I, it, I just don't want to bend over very much and like look at the, the line of sight of the model. Um, uh, for me, I, don't know, I really like uh, skirmish, miniature skirmish rule books. Uh, really, that's what I'm into. Uh, I'm not much of a painter because it's very frustrating. Um, a lot about the hobby side, I, I don't have a lot of confidence in. Um, and then when I, I get excited about building lists, and but then it's like, oh, no, we have to do this for three and a half hours, play this game. And that doesn't sound good. Yeah. Um, especially if like it's like, oh, no, well, there goes that squad. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think, I think this. back in fifth edition, Blake was very much into building lists and, and thinking about the battle in his head, and then he would play it. But, like, he was really into playing. Um, but you know what? You know, I don't think for 40K and fantasy, it's not – the lore is definitely the weakest element of it for me. Yeah. Uh, I think these days probably playing and hobbying are more level. I am excited, though. Because I'll watch YouTube videos or chat with people or see what our, our listeners and Patreons, patrons are doing. And I do get excited about their projects and it makes me get excited about what I want to do. Yeah. I have a lot of projects in my head. And, uh, you know, I, I got the Tyranid stuff that I want to do. It's all gray plastic and it's mostly in sprue. So this is an opportunity to maybe do an army from the ground up. And I'm getting the scale 75 instant color contrast style paints pretty mm -hmm. soon mm -hmm. and, I, and i think i want to use those use those paints and explore the techniques of that to really make a neat uh tyranid army so right now i'm definitely in the uh the hobby mode i suppose are you guys how good are you at finishing a project before you start a new one <laughs> <laughs> i don't think I've, I've never finished a project dude okay <laughs> He'll have multiple projects going on. Ongoing process. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, are you painting anything right now, Ed? Uh, I'm in the middle of painting terrain. That's what right. what kind of terrain? Well, I finished up a big old Zone Mortalis set recently. Oh yeah. Four boxes. And it, it was like four boxes of like doors and walls, and that that took a while, but that was. I mean, it turned out pretty good. But I'm I'm doing a uh, I don't even know what it's called. It's the one with the little statues and the buttresses, whatever that one is. Uh, <clears throat> okay, it's, it's got the four four statues. Yeah, smaller. I forget the name of it. It's it's a, like a Latin name, right? It's like a yeah, basilicum, basilica, basilica, basilica admi yeah. Ad administrium, basilica administrium. <laughs> All right. Okay. He is worried. He, yeah, you are. Yeah, I think consistently he, he is doing hobby stuff. But yeah. So what would you guys say? So last question. We're going to do a Chaos Comet Bomb in just a minute. So last question here before we do that. What would you guys say to somebody 
that was just introduced to the hobby? What would you say to, to them? And you wanted to get them into the hobby. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> I was going to answer before you said that. Uh, yeah, boy. So, uh, so this is a person who has bought some models. They're like, they're curious. Like, huh, this looks interesting. Oh, all right. Yeah, so they're well, at that okay. stage. I'll start it up, Ed. I'll, I'll, I'll let you think on this one. Marinate for a little bit. I would be like, this is a fun and expensive hobby. And you will get, you will get what you put into it. Mm -hmm. And you can, if you find the right crew of people, you can have amazing times and have real friendships. And if you want to play competitively, like serious competitive stuff, there is a way you can do that. If you want to like revel in the lore and, you know, um, build and paint the stuff that you get inspired by these books, check out this book. You might like it. Hmm. Then there's a way you can do that. If you just want to have, uh, you know, have an artistic, uh, an artistic experience of modeling and painting, it's infinity path there too. So don't, I guess, don't let anybody tell you what you should be doing. Do, do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Wow. That was really good. That was, yeah, it's a good answer. Yeah. I want a podcast. Opinion. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you want to start playing, I would say, and you want to do the full hobby experience, I would pick something that you that that is aesthetically pleasing to you. Pick something that that you feel like, oh, that will be fun to paint. Start there, because I don't know. If you if someone just tells you, oh, you should play this army, and you don't like the way it looks or feels, you're not going to enjoy yourself as much. You're not going to be uh, inspired to paint. Yeah. Uh, and just get a lot of information. You got to get a lot of information before you just jump into some things. You know, like watch videos, go to go to YouTube, learn some things, and then yeah, just start playing. Oh. I can't. I can't top what Blake said. It was too good. <laughs> no, it was a good answer. Uh, good answer for. I mean, honestly, it's like it's kind of it's a positive thing. I honestly yeah. like uh, as much as you know people kind of gripe about the ways in which GW does things and releases their armies and whatever. Like at, at the end of the day, we're, we're we're playing this game and we're participating in this hobby that we love. Right? It's given us joy. Yeah. And, so that yeah. that's pretty cool too. Uh, well, you know. Real quick, I think two things. One thing is you want to let the person know, and I think this is what I would do also. I'm like, hey, man, this isn't the only game in town. There are other companies that make models. There are other brands of paints that make models. There are other games. Mm -hmm. Whether or not you can find players for those games depends on your area. And then second, me and Ed both agree that probably the most valuable thing that we've had in our, uh, our, our hobby and podcasting experience over 10 years has been the social interactions yeah. you had with with listeners, other people, uh, other creators, and just having yeah good social times. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that uh, no matter what Games Workshop does, like as much as like I may dislike some of the things they're doing or anything like that, the the whole reason why I'm here talking to you today is because we played Warhammer 40k. Like all the things that me and Blake have done has all because we played Warhammer 40k. There's always 
that will always be a positive thing in my life because yeah. like we've done a lot of things just because we play Warhammer 40 k yeah. We've made a lot of friends just because we play wherever 40 k Traveled, traveled the traveled world, England. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, would you would you agree uh, if I were to say that 40 k is definitely a way of life? Like you, you have your life and the stuff that you do and the work and the busyness and whatever. But like at at the core of it, you're a war gamer, and so it's like you have this thing that relates to other war gamers. It's kind of like a if you see another war gamer, you have this automatic kind of kinship. You know what I mean? Like you're like, hey, yeah. hey, what what you yeah. got there? What army you got? Like you you have this thing that you can kind of do right away. You can walk into a hobby shop, yep, kind of anywhere in the world, right? And if you go in with an army, you can pick up a game with somebody. Yeah, it's almost like a like an icebreaker or a conversation starter type thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like you can go in anywhere and if someone has a model on the table you can go up and talk to them about the model yeah you know uh, i say it can be a way of life or it could just be a hobby which is a part of your life right um some people take on the mantle much more you know seriously some people start a podcast about it some people will have a business yeah they have this studio with this creepy suit of armor behind them <laughs> and um yeah so it doesn't have to be a lifestyle but it really can be yeah 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 and on that note let's uh let's do a chaos common bomb yes. so for those of us who have not participated in one of these before this is how it works i'm going to post the link in the chat and uh this will bring you to a youtube video and uh, then on this YouTube video, you leave a comment. And the comment could be something like, Dave, Blake, and Ed say hi from the Shrine of Chaos. Or it could mm. be, uh, collect chaos, because that will make you happy in your life. Or it could <laughs> say, uh, stop painting the town that you're painting right now and do something that is uh, that will make you a better person to make a friend with. Well, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Whatever it yeah. happens to be, as long as they know, They've been chaos comment bombed by the Shrine of Chaos. That is the goal. The goal is to explode their phone with notifications because so many people have chaos comment bombed there. And we have one prepared for you guys. Uh, this was uh, suggested by Blake and Ed. Berserker Works, if you've heard of that YouTube channel. So I'm going to... Twitch guy, too. He's mostly a Twitch guy. Mostly but... a Twitch guy. I'm going to post it like a block of links so it's unquestionable. Uh, what YouTube video it is. And just for kicks, I'd like to I like to click on the video just to see kind of in real time. So he's got oh. he's got forty five comments here, so that's that's pretty good. Which uh, one which, which one are you doing by the way? His most recent video, Molding and Casting Orc Totems or Dealing oh, with Peer Pressure in the Hobby Community. Okay. <laughs> you know what? That one has six hundred and sixty six views. It does. Online, so I'd like to see that number go up. Slanesh uh, calls for that one. 666 yeah that's interesting <laughs> awesome. yeah you know what this is this was a good little video he did um i i like it i, I had never heard of him before you guys suggested it and uh, i like his style his camera work is you know you see you could de definitely see the quality and the thought that goes into his videos and let's let's face it his name is berserker works so exactly there is also that yeah yeah good guy Good guy. 
I recommend his stuff very much. Uh, you know, you know, we were going to see him at Adepticon. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That didn't happen. That we did. were going to see Dave too. We yeah. we were yeah. going to see a lot of people at Adepticon, yeah. and it is it is sad. That, but that doesn't mean that we can't hold out hope for the dead to, uh, for kill for uh, going to Adepticon in the future. Yes. It ain't over yet, baby. <laughs> it's not over yet. Thank you, everyone who participated. It is like a, it's like, oh, wow. think of it as like a paying it forward to the, uh, to the shrine. Uh, so we like to do this tradition before we do the giveaway. It's just because of, you know, fun factor. Uh, it's not exactly a prerequisite, but it, it's, it's just fun. It's just fun to do, man. And especially with the smaller channels, uh, it's, it's neat seeing, uh, uh, you know, they don't expect it that, you know, to, and to know that, you know, YouTube is not spam because we have individual people leaving comments. So that's perfect. It's the complete opposite of spam. I mean, I hope someone says uh, Blake and Ed. Somebody had. OK. Man, this is a lot of, oh, man, this is rad. Yeah, we should have put our own YouTube page up there. To be <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's fun. That's fun. That's all right fun. all right guys so uh let's start with uh let's do the bunker why don't we do that one first sure. okay we're uh now for this one what i like to do is grab a keyword so what people need to do is in the chat gotta leave a word and this indicates to me that uh, if the mouse wheel lands on you randomly that you are okay with uh, receiving this through the warp because it's not done in like an automated way. By the way, there's nothing official here. You don't have to like write an essay to be entered into a contest. This is just simply, uh, it's it's very loose. Gonna, very chaotic. It's very chaotic. Yes. Uh, so uh, would one of you like to do the honors of suggesting the keyword that people need to type in? You do this one. No, I don't know. I'm not. All right. I'm keyword. Not. Keyword for all our for all the lifers out there. Chimichangas. Actually, you know what? Chili dog. That's much easier to spell. Chili dog. Chili dog. Okay. So type in the word chili words. Chili dog. One word. Chili dog. Just type in chili dog. Whatever it happens to. Yeah, it's probably two words. Chili dog. You know what? It depends. It really depends. One or two words. But it don't matter. It's chili dog. I guess it's all context, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like to eat chili dogs. You are a chili dog. Is it spelled the same way? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I really want a chili dog. <laughs> I had one last night for dinner. Oh, man, that sounds so good. Oh, by the way, guys, we also want to let you know, yeah, I mean, Live Hair on the Cover Save Comedy Gaming Podcast is something we do, but we also do uh, the 20-Sided Realms, and that's yeah. the shirt Ed has on, the TSR Podcast, TSR Pod, 20-Sided Realms. It's a it's an actual play D&D game, 5th edition, with uh, our original host from Life Over the Cover Save when we started, and then one of our best friends and dungeon master, uh, Muppet Hitman, who um, is basically one of the producers of our show, Life Over the Cover Save, and uh, we do a D&D game together, and it's a lot of fun. Um, and if you really, if you're a Hearthstone fan, oh, you backlogs, <laughs> you don't do the show anymore, but it was fantastic. It was called Fartstone. Um, and it was super fun, and we really thought it was going to take off because Hearthstone is huge, but it never did. So <laughs> it's fun. They're like ten minutes an episode, 
So, you know. Yeah, TSR podcast, 20 sided realms, live every cover save. Was that get in there real quick? Was that one of the links that you sent me? No, no, no. We 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 we, we sent a TSR one. Oh, you did send a TSR one? Yeah, I did. Okay, good job, Ed. You did. Okay, all right, perfect. Not a fart stone, but just yeah. Stone. Fart stone's been defunct for a long time, but it was a beautiful, a beautiful yeah. eagle. Yeah. For that for that period of time. But it wasn't a phoenix. It was not a phoenix. What could be phoenix? If that if it blows up, listen. If for whatever reason, <laughs> five hundred thousand people start downloading Fartstone again, <laughs> uh, we will start up Fartstone again. Yeah. <laughs> that is a promise. All right, so uh, we're going to choose the winner now. Got a lot of chili dogs in the chat. All right, three, two, one. Uh, Halo Lex, congratulations, Halo, or Halo. Maybe Hallow. It's two L's. Hallow Lex. Hello. That is a viewer from uh, Twitch. So here, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, Hallow Lex, I'm going to send you a message here direct on Twitch. I'm going to send you a whisper. Yeah, whisper. Awesome. Oh, my God. Hey, Hallow, you won. You won. You're a winner. <laughs> You're a winner. Listen to our show. <laughs> so, Hallow Lex, provide your shipping address. And uh, also mention that you won the bunker because between now and a few minutes from now, I may forget what you won. So, yeah, it's just a good practice. <laughs> That's I how chaotic Dave is. Yeah. I won an all-expenses-paid tour to the uh, mini wargaming bunker. <laughs> yeah. That's what I won. You know, hey, we're sorry we couldn't – we just couldn't afford to uh, get up there to Canada when you opened, by the way. We did want to go. But it, we couldn't do it. Hey, yeah. it's uh, I mean, it's still open. So oh, with, you, you, when the border you, opens, uh, it's a yeah. different story. Yeah. <laughs> if you came over, you might have to stay because the border oh. is closed. Hmm. Interesting. That would be beautiful. Then I can like, you know, I'm not going to get into it. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Giveaway number two. All right, so we're going to go back to the giveaways for a second here just to give you guys a reminder. It is this right here. This is the uh, the, the super heavy war crawler uh, made by Mortian. So check out Mortian, M-O-R-T-I-A-N, Mortian. Uh, and this is also being given away right now. So uh, Blake and Ed, what should the keyword be for this one? You got it, Ed, not me. Oh, my gosh. Um, let's call this a Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters, love it. Yeah, yeah, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. In- yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so you know, you definitely know that you got to be uh, watching. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I hope that's okay. Did I mess up the keyword? <laughs> and I got this next one. Don't worry. Okay, good. Thank God. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. It was too much. It was too much. Yeah, the thing is, uh, you know, chimichanga is one of the keywords. It would actually be a great one, but I don't even know how to spell chimichanga exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know? And I'm, I'm sure Dave doesn't even know what a chimichanga is. I've, nah. had, a, I've had a chimichanga. Okay, good. Good. 
I've been to. I've eaten at enough places in the states to to know. Um, Edmonton, right? You're in Edmonton. Uh, well, in Ontario, Canada, so about okay. ten minutes okay. from Niagara Falls. Okay. I knew you were East Coast guy. What? Yeah. What about um? What? 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 What did he call it? Uh, Posada. Have you ever had Posada? Fish? Ever had pos- yeah. Posole? Yeah. Posole. When I was in Mexico, I probably had it. There was a lot oh. of food that I ate that I didn't know the authentic names for. Okay. Yeah. One time it was, one time it was cow teat. Oh, never had that. Turtle soup. It's kind of rubbery. Yeah. Uh, oh, are you talking about tripe? Uh, see, that's the... Menuna? Menuna. Menudo, menudo, cow, cow yeah. stomach. Yeah, yeah, cow stomach. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I love it. I found it kind of like rubber. It was. Like, it oh, is a little rubbery. It's yeah. chewy. Yeah, it's a little chewy. But it's good. It's good. <laughs> I remember the broth was good. Yeah, the broth yeah, was good, that's and good. the corns, the hominy. Those are like mm. the. Yeah, the, the kernels. Yeah. Uh, it was good. Yeah. Oh yeah, whatever, Dave. That's <laughs> funny. No, it was better than what's that? What's the pigskin called? Chicharrón. Uh, that I did not like. I did not oh, like that. No, that you eat pork rinds. That actually made me throw up. I threw up oh. like projectile in the middle of the street for that one. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> no good for that. And turtle soup was good. I remember oh, having right. turtle soup. Oh. Shredder loves turtle soup. He does. <laughs> Shredder. All right. Now choosing the winner. We're looking for uh, Ghostbusters. And congratulations, Cody Ellinger. Cody Ellinger. That is uh, that's a that's a Facebook one. Mm. Good job, Cody. Congratulations. Listen yeah. to our show like every conversation. You did it, Cody. You're the winner of the fourteen super crawler. Wow, that's a big prize. Yeah, man. Uh, and the last one, you guys. So f- uh, for this one, I can collect the uh, address and send it your way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, how 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 wide is your audience? Like, are they all over the world? You're it, talking international shipping. For you, it's international. It's in the states, but yeah. Uh, I oh, I see. Because like, yeah, because you might get people from. Australia it's, or it's fine. UK. I'll do it. It's yeah, just, dude, we don't care, dude. We got, we got, we we can do it. Yeah, right? we've got, we got seventy three of these things that we just need to get rid of them. So, <laughs> one today. One today. <laughs> I'll do two. I'll do two. You one give me two. two. Yeah, let's do two. You do two of them. Like two separate ones or two for the yeah. same person? No, no, they they really only need one. They only need one. Yeah. Just, there's so much power in one of these things. If you put one in each pocket, he couldn't walk. They couldn't walk anymore. Yeah. So the key word for one of these. Yes, keyword. It's gonna be blood. Blood. Oh, I like it. Man. Oh boy. Let's get it. If we can get this to Southern California, we can just deliver it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, we we'll, we'll do what we gotta do. I mean, I've never had to send anything to like Singapore or Poland or, you know, Australia. You know, there is a big Australian contingent of. Uh, I, you know, I have. 
I have sent stuff to Australia. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It might actually is that small enough to put in like a letter as opposed to a package or Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it fit in a letter. Because I yeah, wonder if, yeah. wonder if it goes quicker. I don't know, it might not it'd it's... be cheaper for sure. <laughs> they're light, they're not too heavy. Yeah, they're 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 not too heavy. They're not very big. They, they, the idea is they fit in your wallet. They're yeah. credit card size. Ah, useful. Uh, and a weapon like Ninja Tar, you can like throw. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if you if yeah. Oh, you will. Me- you can mess someone up. <laughs> one of these. You could probably not- like take one of their teeth out too, right? Like. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, that's Boy. that's a little visceral. All right, so choosing the winner now for the first one. Uh, let's see. That's going to be three, two, one. Boom. Uh, Bernu Peters. Oh no, that sounds foreign. <laughs> Congratulations, uh, Bernu. Yeah, okay. we hope you open many uh, a soda pop in uh, Cerveza. <laughs> All right, so Bernu Peters, what you'll need to do is email us at support at miniwargaming.com. Make sure to email us support at miniwargaming.com. Let us know that you won the uh, bottle opener and uh, your shipping address, obviously, and I'll forward that on to Blake and Ed. That's right. All right, you got the next one. You got the next keyword, Ed, or do you want me to handle it? You can, oh, there's another keyword. Okay, yeah. We're giving yeah. away two, right? Yeah, yeah. So, would you want to do another keyword for the second one, or are we going to continue to use blood? I think a different you know, one a... is good. Then we know it's unmistakable. Okay. Okay. okay, here we go. Red. <laughs> nice. I like it. I will. Uh, yeah, I guess that's good. Can't. No one can misspell that. Uh, I, mean, oh, I, I just saw one. It's it, literally as soon as you said that, I see it misspelled. Yep. Red. Really? <laughs> he put rad. He put rad. <laughs> uh, rojo. That's, uh, rojo. Rojo is is red in Espanol. See. See. Es cierto. I. You've been where to Mexico. Did, yeah, where did you get that armor? What, tell me the story about this armor. <laughs> You've been to Mexico. Where'd you get that armor? <laughs> you got it in Mexico. Mexico. There you go. Yeah, the story writes itself. Uh, yeah, yeah, answer both questions. First question, second <laughs> question, Mexico. Uh, yes, that's from uh, Art Hammer. Art Hammer made the armor, and I got it. Made the armor, and I got it from them. I got a couple, few suits, actually. This one plus a, like a dwarven suit plus a sisters of battle suit, which are all here at the bunker. Which well, it, it was, do, you, do you wear them? Well, I, I wear the one, and okay. I also wear the the corn one. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and, okay, Mexico. Yeah, I was there. Two thousand three. Oh jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I was a missionary there, and I was teaching people the word, and. Mm. Uh, it wasn't the Book of Lorgar, though. It was a different book. <laughs> it was a different primordial truth. But, uh, yeah, so I was there for nine months. Uh, it was awesome. Jeez. Our, um, uh, our, D, our DM, Muppet Hitman and producer, uh, he he did he, he spread the word in uh, Brazil. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So Very. some interesting stories about Brazil, let me tell you. Yeah. Very open. I found it was like, and I'm sure it's similar in Brazil with like, especially like the villages type of areas where people are very open, you know, open doors, you know, kind of very friendly. 
Yeah. Yeah. The only difference between Mexico and Brazil is Blanca lives in Brazil. Yes. And <laughs> he, he doesn't go to Mexico. That's true. That's very true. In fact, I don't know if there is any Mexican representation in Street Fighter. Not that I can remember there, anyway. There is. Maybe now. Later incarnations. Yeah. Because when they started putting in like Cammy. Yeah. And, She's uh, Australian though, I think. Yeah, but I think at that period, Akuma, they started adding a lot more other um, yeah, thing. yeah, because the Mexicans were really upset. They wrote a lot of letters. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to jump back here to the chat yes. and landing on somebody randomly here. Mouse wheel, three, two, one, boom. Cuzzy22. Cuzzy22, love it. Congratulations. Cuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. 22. So this is, this is another one on uh, Twitch. So here, I'm going to send Cuzzy22. I'm excited. Cuzzy22, there's only one. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Only like three people have a bottle cap from us. Yep. So these are like hot commodities. They're rare. We see it on eBay. We should number them. We should number them. We should number them. (laughs) We see it on eBay. Uh, We understand. Yeah. (laughs) You won't make any money either. So, Cuzzy22, thank you very much for your loyal viewership because uh, this is not the first thing that you have won in the Shrine of Chaos. So, that just goes to show that the more you watch, the more you're rewarded with Gifts of Chaos. That's just truth. That's just what happened, right? Gifts of Chaos. Gifts of Chaos. Um, Gifts in the form of uh, Bottle Opener Chaos. So, uh, yeah, so if you could, Cuzzy22, just message me here what your uh, shipping address is and what you won so I don't forget. And then I'll forward that info off to Blake and Ed. And on that note, a question for you guys. Where can people find you? There are links that are included in this post, uh, just so you guys know, the viewers know. But for you guys, uh, where can where's the best place for people to find you? You want me to handle this one, Ed? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, you know what? Life after the cover save... You know what? If you want to talk to us, Facebook is a really good spot. Search Life of the Cover Save on Facebook. Life of the Cover Save at gmail.com is that email. Um, that's the extent of our social media. We did used to have a website, but like yeah, it costs money and no one uses it. So uh, you can find us on iTunes, Life of the Cover Save. Uh, Lipson, you can find us on there. Any other podcast aggregate, type Life After the Cover Save. Also, if you're interested, just fair warning, we do say bad words. And, you know, we, we might dip to some weird talk. but uh, And we know that's an acquired taste. So if you want to try it out, listen to it in here before you listen to it uh, publicly. Yeah, on speakers. On, Don't yeah. listen on, yeah. And then uh, 20 Sided Realms is the D&D show that we do. We have a lot of fun with that. We've had to slow down because of COVID because we can't all meet up. Or we, we just released our Halloween episode. And, uh, yeah, uh, life after the cover save and, uh, the 20 sided realms. Nice. Well, thank you very much guys for tuning in and, uh, thank you, uh, guests for being guests here in the shrine. You're certainly always welcome back, uh, with the five corn armies. And even, uh, if you don't collect, uh, any chaos yet, Blake, but, uh, perhaps, uh, you will and do a crossover with both AOS and 40 K. That's always a thing that uh, can be agreed to, you know? Uh, so I guess we'll see, but, uh, no pressure to collect chaos.
that that'll uh, make a lot of people happy. And uh, this is really just me talking, and it's a test because I like to do another giveaway right now. This is not announced. Didn't tell anyone this because there's always, inevitably, there's always a percentage of people that drop off. And so the people that stay behind, they are uh, rewarded for their loyalty. So we got we got another bottle opener. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just one moment here. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I better get. Yeah, what's this Twitch channel? Let me get in here. <laughs> I'm excited here. So chaotic, you know. Yes. It's awesome. Some good stuff. Did you look at the uh, the, the super heavy crawler? I didn't look yeah, at that. Yeah, yeah, it looked really cool. It was really cool, dude. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, this is going to be a penitent engine. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that... Uh, and this is like old school. You can hear it. It's metal. So I had this on the... Still in the plastic. Old hammer, baby. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a, it's a good thing to kind of surprise give away. Uh, for this one, I'll provide you guys with the keyword. Uh, type in the word... Z Witch Hunter. Type that in, and then you'll be entered to win. Wait, witch hunter? Witch hunter? Witch hunter. I'm typing it in right now. <laughs> witch hunter. I did two words. I hope that's all right. <laughs> oh, okay. Just so you know, just so you guys are aware, uh, there is a – it's still in the plastic, but this one part has been cut. Oh, There's a little okay. slit in you it. You know what? I'm out. Yeah, just so I'm you out. know. How do I remove my uh, message? Yeah. yeah, and it's probably like – has to do with you know boxes above being cut or something just so you know so when you receive it you're like hey it's damaged it's not came that way hey, uh, but it's metal it's not like it's broken hey i received this free model for typing into a chat and it <laughs> came in damaged <laughs> type but in no, those were like it was a, it was a, a plastic wrap shrink wrap yes a cardboard box and then it had like a plastic Home. bubble like a, a plastic container that all the pieces would go in. Oh yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Those old boxes with the or metal. foam. Or foam. Or, or foam. Yeah. Yep. Um, those were great boxes. Really, really good packaging, quite frankly. But um, I think I prefer the the big old sprues in uh, over the 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 metal the metal boxes these days. You know. Anyway. All right. So, three, two, one. Ellie Davies, congratulations. Good job, Ellie Davies. I did it. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's on Facebook. Okay. Oh, yeah, that wasn't me. Never Ellie me. Davies. Yeah, Ellie on, Davies Facebook. on Facebook. Check out Live Every Conversation. All right, Ellie Davies. So uh, what you'll need to do there is send me a message on the Mini Wargaming Facebook page. Send me a message there. Let me know that you won this penitent engine. And make sure it's on the Mini Wargaming Facebook page. Not the group, not the Mini Wargamer Dave Facebook page, but the Mini Wargaming proper Facebook page. I have to clarify because a lot of times people send at different places. So just to be just to be clear, that's where you need to send the message so that I will see your shipping address so that it can be sent out to you through the warp yeah. and uh, in your living room. So thanks again, uh, guys, for joining us today. 
And uh, thank you guys for uh, joining uh, the discussion as well. And uh, stay tuned next week, every Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Shrine of Chaos. Any last words? Well, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Uh, uh, lots of fun. One thing, real quick. We've been doing this for over 10 years, and you're the first person to invite us on your show. And we've invited tons of people on this oh, show. Yeah, that's so, true. so we want to thank you. Hold very on. Much. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm uh, I'm confuzzled. I'm the first person to invite you. Yes. Yeah, like we've been on Carl's show before, mm-hmm. but that's because we're friends with Carl. Yeah. Uh, we've been on, you know, a Loopy show before. That's because we're like, you know, have we, have we been on Loopy show? I don't think um, so. Yeah, really, we haven't done much talking on other people's product, uh, other people's shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in in terms of just a real invite, you were the first. David. Yeah, awesome. Well, I'm glad to be the first, and uh, and I I will always retain that. Then I guess. <laughs> yeah, remember the first, baby. <laughs> All right, you guys are awesome. Take care. Happy wargaming, everyone. We'll see you next week. <laughs>